Hello and welcome to What's Brewing, CISFA. What's Brewing, CISFA is a podcast produced for the California Community College's Student Financial Aid Administrators Association. I'm your host, Dennis Schrader. I serve as a 2021-2022 CISFA past president. And I'm Dana Yarbrough, Dennis's co-host and fellow employee at Los Angeles Mission College. What's Brewing, CISFA hopes to inform and entertain you 30 minutes at a time. So let's start the show. And welcome to another episode of What's Brewing Cispa. Let's start this show with our first cup. Dina, I hear the cup pouring. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling you got your cups in earlier today. Oh, man. Actually, no. No? (laughs) I mean, I know that you've been running ragged today when I can't find you. Ragged is an understatement. Look. Yeah. Look here, I'm running on. My mama has this saying. I know I've said it a couple Uh times here on the show, like, blood from a turnip. That's what you got Mm -hmm, today. mm Mm-hmm. Look, you're getting blood from a turnip today. So we got all your blood is what I'm hearing. Basically. (laughs) Well, you know, have a cup later. Well. (laughs) Yeah, I already have it brewed and ready on my desk. Okay. Uh You know, in my, uh, one of my special cups. Oh, yes. Dana has special (laughs) coffee mug thing concealed items that uh, keep coffee hot for seven days? Uh, Yeah, basically, yeah, a couple of days, yeah. Yeah, it's not (laughs) double walled. It's triple walled (laughs) times three. So nine Separate walls on the thing. It's the size of a gallon of milk, and it holds three ounces of coffee. Because there's so many walls keeping it it insulated. I can see that, you know. Uh, And you know, I would if that cup really existed, I would buy that. Probably. Oh heck yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Look, I remember as a kid, we had um, some kind of thermos. This would have been in the seventies now. Like the brand thermos. I don't know if it was a thermos or whatever, but it was uh-huh. like this thing that you could put coffee in, and it was about this tall, yeah. and it was like a coffee urn, so you'd flip the handle back, and then it would pump out the thing, right? Okay. And we were always told we had to handle it gently, because apparently it was glass-lined, because it was metal on the outside, oh, okay. with some kind of you know funky 70s print, right? but on the inside was glass, and we were told, don't ever drop that. You know, it had a good handle, yeah, but then you'd yeah. flip it back, and then you'd... And it's come out, you know, whatever, whatever liquid, because it had a cool. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Now let me ask you: Does your mom still have that thing? You know, <laughs> I don't think. Here's the thing: just like with your mom, she could have it, and we've never seen it uh-huh. for the last yep. thirty years because yep. uh-huh. it's buried in a whatever in a uh-huh. cabinet. Yeah. Or one of my brothers at some point got rid of it. Okay, gotcha. You know, I really don't know. I mean, she had not used it. The last time I probably was saw it used was maybe early 80s. Mm, okay. You know, somewhere we went that we needed to take a hot beverage or a cold beverage with us mm-hmm. for the family <laughs> and had it there. Oh, but, wow. Yeah. You know, yeah, I don't know if it still exists. <laughs> I'm sure I could go out to eBay and yeah, find I mean, out. Oh, for sure. You'll, you can find but it. But I don't know if it would have been thermos. It could have been thermos. I don't know yeah. who else would have even made something like that back uh-huh. in the day. Yeah. You know? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. But I would totally buy that. I mm-hmm. would get that. Then you could haul a significant amount of Dana's coffee brew yeah. around. Yeah, let's go. Yard brew. Yard brew. Yard brew. <sighs> wow. I you wasn't like ready that. for it, huh? You wasn't I was ready not for ready it. for that. Yeah, let's go. Uh-huh. Wow. Forget those earth and peats. Oh, yeah. Intelligentsia. Yeah. Uh-huh. Where are you going to get your coffee? I'm going to go down to the corner to the, to the yard brew. <laughs> wow. I, I'm, uh, I'm taking gonna it back, to, huh? Look at you. Look, you I'm writing that, that down, down, you know? Got to write it down. Yeah. Yar. <laughs> and now, should it be the U with the two dots above? Because there's a brew place, yes. right? 
Yes, yes. I'm liking this. Uh huh. I like it too. Yarbrough. Coffee shop. Uh huh. And then you know what's so Umlots, cool? Umlauts, I think, right? So, what, yeah. And then what's so cool about it is you don't know, is this European? Is this, what is this? Like, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> if you could tell, uh, Dana has that European sound to her. No, right. he's pure Pacoima. No. <laughs> Straight out of Pacoima. That's Straight right. Straight out of Pacoima. Let's go. Yes. I'm liking this. Yes, I like it too. Actually, that's kind of cool. I'm uh, going to have to take a picture of that, what you just wrote down. Yeah. I mean, I'm wondering, so what would that coffee place be? Would it would it be an urban, uh, funky coffee? Would it just be cool coffee? Would it be high-end coffee that people don't expect? Would it just be made with love? All of it. What would love? you say? All, All of it? Okay. But, you know, but for sure, I would say the vibe would be, like, um, urban chic. Okay. Whatever that means. Okay, I got you, though. Yeah. I know. I think I understand. Yeah. I think yeah. our people uh, uh-huh. on our podcast would understand that. Yeah, urban chic. Um, you know what? I think I would go for uh, maybe moderate to higher end. I think you should. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you yeah. don't want to, if you aim too low, uh-huh. you kind of, you know, you have to dig your way up yeah. and it's hard to, right? Uh-huh. McDonald's will never have a steak burger. <laughs> no. They've dug themselves the perfect the Mc, niche the for McRib. them. The McRib. Yeah, That's they, it. Exactly. That's not a move up, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> chicken nuggets. What's in a chicken nugget? Man. What part of the chicken nugget? Well, okay. Nugget? So now, but now oh, okay, you can on. verify it is white meat. You can yes, verify right. it. Back in the day, though, when it was like brownish. Mm. Mm. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was some. Yeah. Yeah. So you're right. I think you aim for that middle high brow yeah. stuff. You don't want to be all the way up there. Right. Again, the mm-hmm. earth people, U-R-T-H people. Uh, but you want to aim high uh-huh. so that you differentiate yourself from your more mass produced stuff, your Pete's right. and your, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Gloria's and your Starbucks and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you're in that next realm. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. We got a whole uh, brand going on right here. I think so. Man. I think so. Watch out. Look out for it, everybody. Listen. That's right. Look out for your yard brew coming to your uh, urban center soon. <laughs> but Dana, you know, today I don't have anything really out of schedule earlier this morning, and mm-hmm. I would have taped it right afterwards, but apparently you got wrapped up in things. Oh, man. Are you I did the news. Me? So I have the news episode that I'll put out literally minutes before this one. Sweet. This is our regular Friday show. Hey. And thus, I don't have any topics on hand. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, I'm, I'm so burned out like you. I'm not really sure what we want to cover today, but there's all kinds of things we could cover. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, we're, we're looking at student loans again, you know, mm-hmm. they're talking about, you know, uh, I think they just are going to cancel out or uh, pay off a number of those with per, uh, the public service. Was it maybe? Yes. Uh huh. That was announced. Now, are you in that area? Yes, I am. But I don't know exactly how it will apply to me only because okay. I, I started the program maybe, oh, when I started working here. Okay. So like seven, eight years ago. Okay. And yeah. you have to make, what, 10 years of payments? Yes, and yes. then it's like whatever's left. Well, so yeah, you, right? make the, you make the 10 years of payment and then you actually apply. So you okay. su- submit the application for public service loan forgiveness. And then, like you said, um, ideally the rest of the uh, the um, loan is forgiven. Uh-huh. But I... And you can correct me if I'm wrong on this. I think the issue is, is though you have to pay the, at the end of the year, the taxes on the, um, on what was forgiven. Well, that, that might be part of this whole new yeah. configuration uh-huh. of what they've been talking about. Cause uh-huh. they've been talking about how will this affect any of these groups of people who okay. are getting loans canceled? You know, the ones for the schools that quote unquote defrauded them or the right, closed right. schools and yes. all that. Uh-huh. Normally, you're right. When you write yeah. off a debt, you, you gotta, have to pay the tax on that amount. And that, so could I actually, don't know. that could actually end up being a little bit more, in some people's cases. Not in my case, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. 
unfortunately. Yeah. But in some people's cases, that could be maybe more, you know. It, it, I certainly could see that happening. Uh-huh. So, yeah. But now along this way, while mm-hmm. you've been doing this, you've had to still submit something right so because you have to make the proof of the years of work or whatever so it's been interesting so what you're talking about is certification so Mm. yeah you you have to certify that your employer meets the qualifications to be considered a public service um i guess entity yes yeah and so yeah you you're supposed to but these last couple of years um when i log on Mm -hmm. um, my lenders website they already actually have um me down as far as what payments are gone towards public service okay. uh, uh, forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you may see some updates, I think, because in mm-hmm. listening, you know, as you know, you obviously know that the moratorium on payments for May got pushed out yeah. to August. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I think um, <laughs> still a lot of servicers, those that are left in the game, are going to be, uh, you know, having to make some updates on that too, yeah. because there was yeah. some obviously some miscommunication. Mm-hmm. Also, the federal government never helped itself because it would be like, you know, as in the ramp up to the May, mm-hmm. lenders and servicers were starting to communicate again. And then also, and then it, the Fed said stop. <laughs> and then also, Dennis, and you, you, you probably know this more than I would. Um, it's so my old servicer mm-hmm. was Fed loans, okay, but not anymore. And I think it's Correct. because they. The government didn't renew the contract, right? Well, that's a yeah. that's a whole episode right? to talk with an expert on. Because <laughs> I'm not... During this whole time of the pandemic and beforehand, servicers get beat down on. Because they're holding hundreds of millions of dollars of loans. And they're servicing sometimes millions of students. And so you might be doing 900000 950000 out of a million, right? But you got 50000 with special... Let's call them special needs. Not that they're special needs right, people, but they have right, special needs right, because mm-hmm. they're in a different circumstance for forbearance mm-hmm. or deferment. They may be a one-month thing. They may be a disability. It may be COVID-related. There could be all kinds of reasons why something's not 100% correct on them and need some extra help. And some of these services just said, forget it. And then the feds wanted to impose some things. And I guess a lot of confusing things came along. And, yeah, you're right. You probably have a new service. Yeah, I do. Because mm-hmm. some of them just said, we're out. Yeah, because I, I get the email alerts uh, letting me know, oh, you know, make sure you log into your new servicer's mm-hmm. uh, website or whatever. You know, the yeah. whole spiel about um, basically logging on and accessing your account, right? And so I've I've done that already um, earlier this year. Okay. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you're at least it's doing what you think you need to do. I, That's man, good. When I, so... Now that I'm older and a little wiser and a little bit more <laughs> mature, I'm learning, look, Dana, don't just delete the email. Actually, read the email. Yes, please. Because it might be important. Please. Now, if only I could do that when it comes to mail. Then <laughs> oh, people. <laughs> now you're sounding just like all our students when I hear the, <laughs> they don't read their emails. <laughs> whenever, I hear, uh, whenever I hear my compatriots talk yeah. about that, here's how much I care about that. You see, do you see uh, what yeah. looks like a zero held up by my fist? Yeah. That's how much I care. Zero percent. I'd care negative if I could. Mm -hmm. I don't care. If I get all my stuff that way and I'm a thousand years old (laughs) um, and this is the way we communicate, then it is what it is. Same thing with mail. I mean, mean, uh, what I'm starting to do now because I may move is all the mail I get at my actual apartment, Mm -hmm. 
I'm going to save it up to see who sends me what to my apartment. Because oh. I have a P.O. box. You send stuff to my P.O. box, I'm keeping the P.O. box till I drop dead. Although, the post office is certainly trying to make it the most expensive P.O. box in I the world. I was going to say, like... It has doubled in price since like, I got one, man. like, over 10 years ago. And you play... You, excuse, play. you pay monthly or... You oh, no, pay? I pay... It's a yearly. Okay, renewal. Yearly. You can do okay. six months uh-huh. at half price, but I'm not going to drop How the P.O. box. How much is it now, man? I have the one that will fit a stack of magazines flat. It's not the little one that they would have to yeah, curl everything up in a ball. About. Yeah, not that uh, one. Three fifty a year now. Oh Jesus! I swear, when I started, it was like one forty. I think we need to, I think we need to call it a day. Uh, it's, look, if it wasn't for the fact that if the only thing I see on my next door app is male thieves, male oh, thieves, yeah. and more male thieves. <laughs> And the fact that I'm planning to move. I was going to say, yeah, you got to move. You got to get out. We got to get you Now, if I move too far away from it, because I I moved just like the next zip code over, which in L.A. means like two miles, (laughs) it was still close enough to stay with it. Okay. But if I move like five, six, seven miles away, Mm -hmm. like way out of the zip code area, I may move the P.O. box or something. Yeah, I think But it is one of those things. Again, I'm going to stave up all the mail so I know who's sending it. And if there's anything really important, I'll email them go, Please use my P.O. box. Because back in the day, for whatever reason, like when you sign up for credit cards and stuff, I remember like 10 years ago, they wouldn't let you have your P.O. box as your main address. Mm, okay. They still want to send. But that seemed to kind of fall off the map. It's literally like back, I remember, this is the, this is the greatest story about Blockbuster and why they uh, <laughs> disappeared. And I, and I saw you, it coming ahead of time. First of all, have you seen the documentary on Netflix? No, I haven't yet. It's awesome. You should, you should watch it. The last blockbuster. I'm yeah. going to look for it. Uh-huh. But it was like 96 or 97. All I had was a cell phone. So early days of cell phone, right? Because uh-huh. uh, I wasn't going to pay for a landline. Wait, why, why spend money like that when you're already wasting all your money on a chunky uh, yeah, cell phone that's the size device. of a two-liter bottle, right? Mm-hmm. So one day uh, I go to Blockbuster because I'd signed up beforehand, and that's all I had my phone number. And for some reason they asked about it. And, oh, no, you need to have a home number. I go, this is my cell number. I don't have a home number. I'm sorry, sir. I said, well, fine. Take the card. I'm done with you guys. Ooh, mic yeah. drops. Yeah. And I, and I left the tapes on the counter. And mic drops. Walked out the door. Uh-huh. And over to whatever the last video store was in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. So that's interesting you say that. Yeah. So, so growing up, of course, Blockbuster was the premium standard of renting mm-hmm. your movies. But unfortunately, uh, uh, I did not grow up, you know, uh, middle class, uh, income. Are you saying Blockbuster didn't come to your town? Listen, we had a Blockbuster, but we sure wasn't going to Blockbuster. We was going to the tape store across the street where rentals were uh, $2.50. (laughs) (laughs) And they had all the VHS tapes you could ever want to everybody. But, you know, it was awesome, though. The only, I got thing, you. the only thing is, um, we didn't get really pinged on late fees. You just mm-hmm. they just pinged you um, an additional like charge, like okay. okay, it's another day, so you get another two fifty. So, I got like, you. So you can end up literally just buying the movie. Like, <laughs> yeah, if you forgot yeah, at the home for way too yeah. long. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about rewind fees after we get back from music, then, okay, Dana? <laughs> And we're back for our second cup on the What's Brewing Ceasefish Show. Give you time there to fill up your cups, everybody. Yes. Rewind fees. Go on. You know why? You know why we're talking about this? Didn't we talk earlier in the week about 
rewinding yeah we have a rewinder yeah you have yeah. a rewinder yes yeah, so it was always the please be kind yeah and rewind and rewind yep. your videotapes mm-hmm. everyone and you know now that we're on the subject yeah i think i still have because i remember the name of the video place it was called video expo okay and i think i still have the card I'm going to look for it and show it to you. Wow. I got to see this. <laughs> you know, we've confused a lot of younger listeners oh, out man, there. They don't, First know, of they all, don't know what we're talking about. They don't understand tape, you know, I, I, there's the whole thing. It's hard to believe that, yes, back in the day, you'd have these gigantic cassettes, if you've ever seen a cassette audio tape, mm-hmm. that had video on it. And there was even a broadcast size one that was even bigger. Oh, man. You know? Yeah. And you'd play it, and then at the end of the movie... The video place is really wanting you to rewind it. So they, you know, you could do it on your video cassette player recorder at home. Or people, to, you know, because we were told it's going to make so much extra wear and tear. Bought these little rewinders. <laughs> that literally all you did was, it was its own little box. You slipped in the tape, yep. slapped it shut, and it would rewind it. And when it was done, the door would pop yep. up and you'd pop the tape out. Oh, yeah. Right. Such, and I feel like it's faster, too, when you use the, the rewinder. It probably was, I, I compared it to, like, your home uh-huh. VCR, yeah. you know. Now, let me ask you, Dennis, did you ever mm-hmm. have one of those, like, two-in-ones or three-in-ones where it was the the cassette player or the, the, the videotape player? And the DVD. And the DVD I didn't, but my mother still does. <laughs> and I guess happened, to, uh, you know, we had talked about this off air. I had just talked to my brother back in the Milwaukee area where she lives. Um and mother hasn't figured out how to use it yet. Oh, Lord. Plugged how, in her how many, TV. How many, years, how many years has she had this thing? Well, we got her a new TV just a few years ago. Okay. And now that it's plugged into the new TV, she can't figure out how oh, to okay, gotcha. work it. It's kind of different for her. But yeah. she has DVDs and, as he said, he she still got a box full of VHS I tapes still, there. I'm I like, I like, thought you got rid of those. No, it's I like, no, we no. couldn't get rid of them all when we moved her. I'm like, why not? That was the perfect time, no, right? Not, I have a collection I'm never getting rid of. As long as you understand, they are slowly molting away. It's okay. They're going to... I'll take it. As you put it in a VCR, if you can find one. I have. I still have mine. Yeah. Well, we did... I did tell my mom, probably it was like 10 years ago, as as it was obviously faded out by then. Mm -hmm. I said, Mother, you probably should buy one at the store, uh, a combo player, whatever, just a a VCR, Mm -hmm. and put it on the shelf. Yep. Because at some point, you are never going to find these again. (laughs) And lo and behold, she had one. I have a so, feeling it's going to make a comeback. That whole retro oh, thing. I don't know. See, I understand the idea of analog audio. Because mm-hmm. in many yep. ways, other than the clicks and the pops, mm-hmm. it's visceral. It's yep. there. It's raw. And people will say that it's higher quality. Mm-hmm. Or at least it's more authentic, organic yes. quality because it's analog. Uh-huh. Video, it's hard to, you know, we don't know how good we've got it with just standard high def let alone 4K and the upcoming 8K compared to what the quality of a VHS tape yeah. on a TV any bigger than 13 inches uh-huh. looks like. And yes, people, some people's home TVs could have been 13 inches. Yes, or they tw- could have been. If you had anything above 20 inches of a TV. You were living large. Yeah, because first of all, that was a gigantic TV because it had the big tube. Yep. That was their cathode and ray that big tubes. old back. That big old. That big old back. Uh-huh. And it just making a lot of heat and... Humming along, mm-hmm. eating up your power. So for many years, um, mom and I, we had maybe like a 25 inch, I think. Okay. So not bad size. Right, right. 25. I think I had a 25 going uh-huh. off to college. I bought it at Sears. Okay. And we actually 
<laughs> we started off with a 10-inch black and white. Wow. Yeah. Nice. And then, so when we upgraded to 25, we were like, oh, my gosh. Like, mm-hmm. we're living large. And then, uh, maybe, like, what, 10 years ago, 7 years ago, sure. we upgraded to a, a 60-inch uh, plasma. Yes. So now we're like, we were never living until... We got the situation we have yeah. now. Yeah. Like, See, that's why I don't know yeah. if people will quite go back to VHS tapes. I, you know, so. Uh, but you never know. So for me, it's mm-hmm. more of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. And I actually have a respect for the aesthetic for those for that time, that mm-hmm. era, I guess. Because, you know, to me, I think people are, again, for me, it's, I feel people were more creative. Maybe. And a little bit more inventive. Because, you know, the technology, they didn't have the technology that we have. True. Now. So they have to think outside the box. Well, and, so, and it really it, it it separated itself before you got movies on tape. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole idea of why they created the video cassette report in a sense was what they call time shifting. You're not going to be home at night mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. comes on late in the morning. That's why they all had clocks and timers so you could put a tape in. They had their own tuners built in so you tune to the local channel. You didn't, this was pre-cable everybody. That you had an you know, antenna at all. And then it would tape whatever show of yours came on at 3 in the morning. And then you'd watch it later. So you time shifted. Or you were watching something on TV at the same time something else was on. And back in the days before streaming, everything wasn't on all the time. Right? right? So you would have to tape one and watch the other thing. Man. You know, worst, you know, worst case, you know, you're watching, uh, you know, L.A. Law. <laughs> and at the same time... Cheers is playing on the other channel. Oh, man. What do you do? You so you tape yourself. one time shift. Oh, and so if you watch what TV looked like in the 70s and 80s and even into the 90s, there's a lot more close-ups of people because you're, again, especially when you're talking 70s and earlier, mm-hmm. tinier TVs. So, you know, if you had a far shot like you'd have in a movie, you'd just be looking at like little dusty characters in a fuzzy screen. So a lot more close-ups. And so, you know, what now we think of as soap operas, if anyone understands what a soap opera look is, that's what it would be as far as <laughs> characters. A lot of close-ups of reactions and yeah. faces and stuff uh-huh. like that yeah. versus movies of the day, which all played on big screens before they turned into videotapes and DVDs. <laughs> they could be more, quote-unquote, cinematic. Right, right. So it's, it's, it's interesting. Nowadays, it's like TV is cinematic. <laughs> Movies are so, of course, all well. Now they're all Marvel movies and DC comic oh, movies. Yeah. So there's a cinematic, uh, high end mm-hmm. thing to mm-hmm. it. But I think you're right. And then now, when you go to movies, I I just noticed this um, after you know being um, home. Uh huh. Um, and now that mom is more interested in starting to get back out there. Hmm. Um, that there's different movie experiences at the theater that you can purchase, uh-huh. like. It's like uh, this whole new world has like opened up, you know. It's really interesting and very expensive. Like- oh yeah, they've they've made sure the prices are there. I mean, uh-huh. uh, you've got everything from, of course, the IMAX experience yes, for stuff. Yes, uh-huh. you've got the high end smaller theaters where they get the food served mm-hmm. and the alcoholic beverages mm-hmm. yep. and the big long like couch type seating. And- yeah. Yeah, it's a different experience. It is. It really is. And, I, you know, I respect it, but, man, sure is hurting the pockets. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Man. So we've definitely come a long ways from the rewinds. To yeah, we, we have. Yeah, yeah. And having to remember to turn off the TV, <laughs> you're burning up electricity. <laughs> yeah. You know? Or seeing ghost. People don't understand what ghosting is on screen oh, TV. Yeah. It's not what oh, modern-day ghosting is. 
or you know snow why is there snow in the picture or, or when when you hear when you hear the national anthem playing mm-hmm. that means that that's it. That's right. If you see There's the no, uh, American, American Indian G for the, oh, flag, the flag, you could be I either saw the one. Flag. Yeah. Yes, or the weird pattern of circles <laughs> and lines. That was the end of the day. That when was in TV channels because they were broadcasting with an antenna would go off at night. So they were off from like two to six in the morning, yeah. and then six o'clock yeah. they roll around, turn it back on. Uh-huh. Radio stations did that, you know. I mean, yeah, and just yes, just silence. That's right. Yep. <laughs> and the home of the brave. Click and then that's it. That's and it. And you're done. And man, test patterns. The kids just don't know what they have these days. No, twenty four seven everything. Uh, ability to stream most things at all times. And I mean, so much content out there. Yes. For everyone. Yes. Yeah. I need to meet the person who's watching it all. Because <laughs> there's no way to. I mean, there's just no, way too much, so. and yeah. it's and much of it. I'm sh- I'm sure because I don't watch ninety nine percent of it mm-hmm. is probably very good, but. Where do you draw the line? Because right. it's so much. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it's hard to find just even in a room of 20 random people that you, let's say not random, but people you <laughs> yeah. know, can you find more than three people who've seen the same show? Man. No, did you? but I haven't seen that, but have you seen this? No, exactly. but have you seen this? No, but. Yeah, yeah but you got Hulu too, uh-huh. or you got HBO yeah. Max, yeah. and it's on the same channel, and uh-huh. yet you're not watching it? It's only one of 75 new programs on their thing. <laughs> I don't quite get it. Oh, Dana, I just do not get in. Because of that, you know what's going to happen. I'm going to play music to get us out of this episode. And like that, we're back for the last part of the show, everyone. It's our time for a last sip. And slurp of Dana's coffee when she gets when to I it. Get to it, yeah. When she gets to it, everybody. Can't wait to. Show can't wait. No, no. Dana, it's that time of the show where we could do some I dare you twos if you'd like. Yeah. You have some ideas. I sure do. But this I dare you is uh-huh. specifically for you though. Me? Uh oh. Yeah. So I forgot my phone, but I'm gonna try to remember as much as I can. So. Um, you know that I am a Questlove fan and I listen to yes. his podcast, Questlove Supreme. That's right. So one of his, um, one of the commentators on his show, they call him Sugar Steve. He has a two part series with Elvis Castillo. <gasps> Sugar Steve yeah, or Sugar? Sugar, Sugar Steve. Hold on, A-H. Yeah. A-H Steve. Yeah. Podcast with Elvis Castillo. Yeah. So I dare you to check it out. Cause I know you're a huge uh, Castillo fan. That I am. Mm-hmm. That I am. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if I have anything new in the world of uh, I Dare You Tos. I'm not reading anything new right now. I'm trying to get up on some books, but I have some vacation coming up. I'm hoping to clear a few books. I have a feeling you're just going to sleep. I may do that, too. I'm just <laughs> telling you right now. It's very possible that I'm gonna. there will be like a Dodger game or something on the schedule. I'm just going to blow right through it. And, Wake up the next morning and go, hmm, you're, what day is it? No, I'm, you're, what's going to happen is you're going to wake up and it's going to be 2025. Oh, that'd be so awesome. <laughs> you know, then it, then we could be talking about the new FAFSA and the layout and all that stuff. Oh, by know, that time, FAFSA's not going to even exist, man. I don't doubt that. You know, we are doing, <laughs> yeah, the FAFSA will be so simplified. Right. It does not exist anymore. You just upload it in your consciousness, right? Like, Well, it would be the, you know, it would be the dream of uh, some people, which is, 
you know, if you guess file tax returns or have your name on file, they'll figure out your... They'll figure it out, right? uh-huh. they'll figure it out uh-huh. from that. And you'll get an email. Check your emails. Exactly. You could qualify for aid. You know, and this then is the future. Yeah. We're talking about the future. Is the future? Yeah. Um. I do. I am listening to some new music. Uh, I was listening to a band called the Trip Tides. Okay. And the reason they come up is they're kind of like a little funky psychedelic, not psychedelic, but like funky California music. Sweet. And yeah. they were on my short list. I went to the music store. I bought a bunch of CDs. We'll go over those in the next few episodes. Okay. Cool. Uh, I spent. I, I literally filled up the cart. Uh, the little hand card thing, you know, you uh-huh. hold it, Amoeba yep, music. Yep. I was like, I got to get out of here because I have That's no idea dangerous. how much money I, because there was a lot of new stuff, full price. Yep. And a lot of used stuff, but it, uh, their one band, I guess couldn't figure out where they were. They weren't in rock. They're not jazz. I didn't know if they had kind of a psychedelic, you know, kind of music. It wouldn't be dance per se. Mm. You know, it gets a little out there, like Flaming Lips kind of stuff. Oh, you know, okay. it gets a little out there. Yeah, okay, cool. But I uh, listened to them on my streaming music nice. instead, but I couldn't find them at the music store. <laughs> it's funny how, um, obviously, CDs are, hate to say it, kind of. Yeah, they're coming. Get, get in that yeah. way. You know, mm-hmm. it's hard to, yeah. I mean, you'll find some new stuff for sure. Yeah. But the amount of used stuff that they yep. used to carry is mm-hmm. just decimated. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's harder to find. Some of those things are fill in the gaps on some of my artists. Right. So I have to pick it up where I can. You know, I stopped buying CDs years ago. Um, but I still buy, of course, I still buy vinyl. Um, but like you okay. said, yeah, like I've kind of, um, only because, uh, mainly because of the space. Sure, sure. Right. And it's just more convenient when, um, of course, when they're compressed in an MP3 or, of or, course. or, or your fancy smancy. Uh, <clears throat> Apple losses. Yeah, your, your Please. Yeah. MP3. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ugh. Sorry. Sorry. Um, That's okay. So, yeah, I got it. But I miss the, because I'm a huge, um, I guess, uh, the art that comes along. Album with, art, the yes. Album art, yeah. So I miss that in the CDs. Mm-hmm. But if, if I'm like, this CD is everything, or this uh, album is everything, I'll either get it on vinyl. Okay. I mean, but it has to be like, oh, my God, like, I have to, like, physically have it because it's so okay. good. Then I'll, I'll probably get the vinyl and the CD. <laughs> awesome. I think the only thing I have like that, other than a few random things, would be I have all the Beatles. Oh, okay. On the reissued CDs that makes sense, though. and sense. the reissued vinyl. Yeah. You know, different eras, but uh, uh-huh. and then since then, of course, with the they got to get you some way, right? Along the way, over like the last ten years, you know, they've been re-releasing when it's like the fiftieth anniversary of something. Mm-hmm. So, like the first couple albums, okay. the Let It Be, and all that. Yeah. And those become, you know, you can get the two disc. Or the three disc, or the five disc with the Blu-ray, uh, five point one uh, surround sound, and or the vinyl. So I, I usually end up with just like the two disc re-release because it's like the album remastered, yeah, and they do sound different because mm-hmm. they've really played with it. Mm-hmm. And then the second one, it sometimes is like outtakes. Okay, I don't need the four discs of outtakes. <laughs> you know, of constantly hearing the clicking button of the engineer going, "Okay, we're gonna stop there, Paul." And we're going to pick up later. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, that kind of stuff on outtakes. Yeah, yeah. I don't need quite that amount. <laughs> the vinyl stuff, I guess, I don't know if I have the space oh, okay. to put up with a whole ton of vinyl at this point. Okay. Yeah. No, I I love it. Good. I do. Mm-hmm. Keep it up. Mm-hmm. See, Dana's an analog girl, everybody. Oh, yeah, for sure. Living in a digital world. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dana, I think that's about all we have time for today. So we better get ourselves out of here. 
I want to thank my co-host Dana for joining us today on What's Brewing Sisva, and thank you, our audience, for tuning in. And if you have something to say or you have topics you want us to discuss, email us at wbcisva at gmail.com. You can find this and all What's Brewing Sisva podcasts on Google Podcasts, your Apple Podcast app, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and the TuneIn app on Amazon Echo by using Alexa. What's Brewing Sisva is a production of Studio 1051, a creative collaboration of Dennis and me. This has been episode number 181, recorded Friday, May 6th, 2022. Have a great day and, and have, have a great, great weekend. weekend.